Grab some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, welcome back to another week of the Frontier Freedom Hour. My name is Jeff Hunt. I'm the chief wagon boss of this operation, running the board for us as always. Michael Geronimo Arpaio. We cover issues facing the Western United States from a Christian conservative perspective, and we're thankful we're not getting all the government we're paying for. Friends, I got to tell you, the biggest challenge we face in our culture, next to kind of a rejection of Christianity that we're seeing out there, is the breakdown of marriage. We are never going to get things right with our government, with our culture, so long as we're ignoring healthy marriages. And I'm so very grateful to have joining with us Casper and Cheryl Stockham, who are Christian marriage coaches. They're experts on any issues dealing with relationships and communication. Their new book, Divorce Proofing Your Marriage, How Anyone Can Build Their Relationship Using This Love-Building Blueprint, made the hot new release list on Amazon. Their new groundbreaking live MVP call is helping couples divorce-proof their marriage, reignite their relationships, master better communication, regain that playful spirit, and enhance their private intimacy. Their website is imlovebuilders.com, and they're joining us on the show. Casper and Cheryl, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, it's good to be here, Jeff. So I, I read the book. This is a great book over the Christmas break to dive into because oh, wow. it's not that long. It's yeah. not that complicated. <laughs> I got it on the Kindle. You can get it, so you can download it today. But I love the fact you two are taking this on. So let's talk your backgrounds. Uh, yeah. Introduce yourself to folks. Okay. Cheryl, you want to start out? Uh, yes, we are Casper and Cheryl Stockham. And we started this journey, ooh, maybe about 14, 12, 14 years ago, when we were at a marriage conference that our church at the time was putting on. And we were asked to participate with the committee who was putting it on. And so part of the committee was that everyone on the committee had to do something in the conference, teach something. And so that was Casper and I, our first time working together as a couple. Casper was used to teaching and training on his own. I was used to teaching and training on my own, but as a married couple, this was our first time. We picked out a material. We presented it at the workshop. There were probably, I don't know, maybe, would you say maybe a hundred couples there? A hundred people there, not couples. Maybe 50 couples, hundred people. And we presented the material and we got rave reviews. And that started everything. Our pastor pulled us to the side and said, hey, we know another couple that does something like this. And they work with a grant that teach marriages and relationships all over the state. You should contact them. And so we did. We became friends with that couple. We became part of that grant. And then for the next, ooh, was it seven to 10 years, honey? Yeah. We taught. We were part of that grant as facilitators. And so we did marriage workshops uh, all over the city uh, for about seven, eight, seven to 10 years. And that's how we got started. 
Yeah. So we've been married for 21 years. Uh, we just celebrated our 21st anniversary, um, September this year. And um, we've always had a really, really solid marriage. So shortly after we got married, you know, like four or five years after we got married, we started um we started doing these these teachings. So we've been at this for some time now. And then we had a little detour, as you know, because I got involved with politics. So we kind of put the marriage stuff on the back burner while I um, ran for different offices. But now we are back uh, full time working at this marriage relationship stuff. And we launched our new book in August and we are um, creating podcast content and other programs to help um to help couples. Let's talk about your children as well. How many children do y'all have? So, so I have three daughters, three grown daughters, three almost grown granddaughters, and one great grandson. No, you don't. You have a great grandson. Y'all are too young. <laughs> he'll be he'll be a year old next month, the fifth of January. Oh, congratulations. That is wonderful. Well, yeah. I, I appreciate so much you taking on this issue because, as I mentioned previously, we don't get marriage right. It doesn't matter anything else we try to do public policy-wise in our culture. The family is absolutely central yes. to our culture, to this country. So I appreciate you all making this a priority. So let's dive into the book Divorce Proofing Your Marriage, Chapter One, The Seven Principles of Smart Love. Walk us through those seven principles. Yeah, so these seven principles are actually uh, mainly geared towards single people because we didn't want to leave those folks out. In fact, a lot of our workshops were dealing with uh, single individuals who were struggling with their relationships. So the uh, the um, seven principles of smart love kind of uh, delve into how... It's almost like a checklist of sorts, right? You go through and say, the first thing you need to do is seek a good match. You need to make sure that the person that you're connecting with or wanting to potentially be married to is a good match for you. You know, the Bible talks about being unequally yoked. So um, you need to make sure that person that you're wanting to spend the rest of your life with, hopefully, um, is someone that you are, you know, they're a good match and stuff. They have the same interests you have. Uh, potentially the same hobbies, you know, the same likes and dislikes. Um, and it's just someone that you can grow with and be uh, friends with for the rest of your life. You also talk about shared values. Do you think that couples who have different political values can make it these days? Well, I, um, I don't know what Cheryl thinks, but I, I've seen couples who have different poli political values um, work, but I've also seen most of them not work. You know, like it, I can think about, um, you know, the power couple, um, oh, what are their names? Um, she was a, um, she was an advisor to, um, to Trump. Um, yeah. Uh, jo uh, I, I, the husband's name was George, right? Um, well, Kellyanne Conway and George Conway. Yeah. Now they seem to be still married. I guess they're still married, but they are totally opposite on their views. And then there's Mary, Mary Magdalene and um, Carville, James Carville. Totally separate political views, but they seem to be happy. Um, but I think you really need to be have the same um, conservative values or whatever to, you know, to be 
happily married, in my opinion. What do you think, Cheryl? Well, I'm not saying that it can't work, but I'm sure it has more challenges than um, necessary. But I believe to have optimal, an optimal, healthy relationship that Christ is the center, you would need to be on the same lines, especially spiritually. And it definitely would help as far as your worldview is concerned. So I know there are people who are, who are out there doing it. I'm not, I have no idea to the success. We can only go by what they tell us or what we see from our perspective. Yeah, I, I think it's almost impossible because so much of our political values tend to be rooted in our spiritual values. Right. So if, if in some way you can have the same spiritual worldview, philosophical values oriented worldview, but somehow differ politically, maybe. But uh, when it comes to religious values, I just think it's near impossible yeah. to have a healthy marriage if you don't have the same religious values, the yeah. same core principles. Uh, and this is, you know, for, we, we're around a lot of college students, right? A lot of young right. people. And you hear this term missionary dating. <laughs> uh, this notion, I'm I'm going to win that person over to my value set yeah. uh, through dating. Is that a smart thing for young people to be doing? We don't think it's smart at all. Like I said, you no. need to start out with the same, with the um, seeking a good match, and that's not a good match if you have to try to convert someone to your ideology in order for you know for them to be someone you want to spend the rest of your life with. That's not a good idea. So no, no, that's not wise at all. But you know, I. So um, Jeff, I think that in the past, I think it was a lot easier. You know, when we when we were growing up, even though you were Democrat or Republican, you still had some values. You know, there were still some values there. But I think it's getting harder and harder, especially in today's society, because we're so polarized between the different factions. Um, I think it's way harder today than it was many, many years ago. And Jeff, I would also say as far as the missionary dating is concerned, that's a whole lot of energy you put into something that may or may not work. I, I really do believe that the two need to be one. In order to be one, you got to be on the same page spiritually. And if you have to convert that one over to where you are, then that's a struggle and it may not last. I would say it's different converting someone to over to your side, so to speak, versus that person evolving organically on their own and getting a, an awakening or a revelation of who Christ is and freely deciding this is the lifestyle I want to live is a whole lot different than trying to convert someone or win them over. We're talking with Casper and Cheryl Stockham. They're Christian marriage coaches, and they have a new book out titled Divorce Proofing Your Marriage, How Anyone Can Build Their Relationship Using This Love-Building Blueprint. Friends, we're going to continue this conversation when we return. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. By the way, as we're at the end of the year, please consider a gift to the Centennial Institute to support the great work they're doing at Colorado Christian University. You can do that by visiting supportcentennial.com. That's supportcentennial.com. We'll continue this conversation when we return after these messages. Mm -hmm. 